Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 173. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast. Learn jazz piano without all the guesswork. Now, your host, Brendan Lowe. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, where we have one mission, that is to help you achieve jazz piano freedom so that you can express your true inner soul and emotions instead of having to copy what others have shown you. Now, we do this by providing structured and organized jazz piano education on specific jazz piano tools that you can then take and use over any tune so that you have complete jazz piano freedom. All right, welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 173. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Lowe, and thank you so much for being here today. So we got a very special episode, and that is because one of our members, by the name of Trent Bryden, is now on our educational staff. Woo! Insert crowd applause here, right? But this is absolutely incredible, and it just goes to show, I mean... This guy started as a member learning jazz piano with us, and now he's come so far, and his playing is so great and fantastic that I've actually hired him on to the JPS staff to help with education, and it's an incredible thing. I mean, no matter what you want to do, whether you want to play jazz piano as a hobby, as a career, as an educator, the information inside speaks for itself. It's it's absolutely fantastic. So, I'm very excited to have Trent do this first podcast, and I know there's so many other great things he's going to be able to share with you, and I'm super excited for the future uh, to work with him and have him share his knowledge and skills and just bring his creativity and his process to share with all of you guys. It's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I definitely don't know it all. I'll never claim to know it all, and I'm not the best in the world by any means, right? And that's why I love having other educators help educate all of you and help share their information. It's it's an incredible thing. So the podcast today is really, really amazing. The lesson he's presenting on is absolutely fantastic about harmonizing melodies. And I watched the whole thing, obviously, and I've been implementing his strategies into my playing as well. And it's really, really awesome. I'm loving, absolutely loving the sounds, the reharm sounds I'm getting from the strategies that she's teaching in this podcast. All right. So, with that being said, let's dive right into this lesson. Hey guys, this is Trent with Jazz Piano School. And today I'm going to teach you uh, a few techniques for reharmonizing tunes. Um, so, Reharmonizing tunes is a really uh, fun and exciting thing to do, but sometimes it feels like you're almost guessing um, and just trying to find things that sound cool and not really knowing what's going to happen. And I think there needs to be an element of that uh, when you're arranging and, and composing, but it's nice to have some tools to work with uh, that you know work Maybe You don't know necessarily exactly all the time where they're going to work perfectly, but you know um, tools that you can pull from and test out. And that's what I'm going to give you today. A few tools that you can try on every tune you play um, and figure out where they work and uh, learn how to use them in your own unique way. So, the technique uh, revolves around um, voicings. 
and learning one voicing and being able to apply it to any melody note, treating that melody note um, as the same function in each chord. Okay, so let me explain it a different way. So if you have three melody notes in a row, you're going to treat them each as if they are the same chord tone of the given voicing. Uh, so the first one I'm going to teach you is a minor chord voicing, and every melody note is going to be the third of that chord voicing. So let me show you show you the voicing, uh, show you what it sounds like. It sounds like this. It's a minor eleventh voicing. So let's break that down into the left and right hand components. Uh, the left hand is the root, the fifth, and the third. This is in G minor. You could also play the root, the seventh, and the third. Depending on the chord, um, sometimes they fit better. When the I find that when the pinky is on a, a raised note, you know, like an F sharp, and... Um, the second finger is on a white note. This one seven three tends to be uh, what I go to, um, and when the second finger is on a black note like this, and the first finger is on a black note, uh, by first the fifth, these two fingers. When they're both on black notes and your thumb's gonna be on a white note, I tend to go with the one five. This to me is just kind of awkward, um, so I tend to. Editor, if you you could skip that if you wanted to, that that was kind of a tangent. Okay, back at it. Um, okay, so you got one five three or one seven three in the left hand. In the right hand. Whatever melody note it is, let's pick a random one, E. So that's going to be the third of the minor chord. Below that, you're going to have the seventh. I know that this is a C-sharp minor chord because E is a melody note. And E is the third of C-sharp minor. And then below that, we're going to throw a, a ninth, an extension, and also the eleventh. It's... The fourth, the eleventh, are the same thing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One, two, three, four. Okay. Uh, so together, it sounds like this or this. So what you're going to want to do is practice that voicing through every key. Um, probably going through the. Uh, cycle of fourths or fifths or whatever uh, direction you want to go or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, you should use a metronome. I'm not going to use one now. I'm just going to kind of go through it. So C. F. B flat. E flat. A flat. D flat, F sharp, 
not really sure which one I like better. Anyways, B. E. A. D. G. Okay, cool. So once you get it through all the keys, um, comes the next step, which is a little harder. Um, and you're going to take it through a major scale. So every note of the major scale is going to be the minor third of that, that voicing that you just took through all the keys. Um, so let's, let's do, uh, just a C major scale. Okay. So C is the minor third of a minor. So we're going to throw the voicing beneath it. Doesn't sound good that low, so I'm, I'm gonna do it up here. C. Now D is the minor third of B, so I'm gonna play the voicing in B. Now E is the third of C sharp minor, so we're gonna play C sharp minor. F. I'm gonna go down here because I don't wanna. Get off the camera and away from the microphone. So we did C, D, E, F is the third of D minor. Now I'm just going to play him and not say him anymore. You know how to do it. Back down. So that was the C major scale with this uh, this minor voicing, this minor 11 vo voicing beneath every note and displaced a little bit to uh, accommodate my camera and also the range of the piano and how it sounds. Okay, uh, so that's one voicing. The other one, we're not going to go through that whole process again. I'm just going to show you the voicing and you can practice it. Um, it's basically... Uh, Minor triad in your right hand. So it's an E minor triad, second inversion. Right? Yeah, second inversion. And below that, uh, you're going to do a tritone. I, I normally, I think of it, I just call it an E tritone. Um, but it's an E dominant seven tritone. It's the shell of an E dominant seventh chord. So that's why I call it an E tritone, even though it's a D. A flat. It's also um, a B flat tritone in my mind. Okay, so that's the voicing. Throw it around a little bit. I like to do this little slide. So that's that voicing. Do that one through all the keys. Same thing we just did. Up a major scale, down a major scale. Now to the fun part of actually putting it in a tune. Uh, so I'm going to show you uh, my romance 
and how it would uh, fit into there. I'm just going to play one little part of it. So this is just the melody and the bass notes without uh, the reharm. Okay, that that's all I'm going to do. Even less than that, actually. So with this reharm, it's... That's the first part. Those are the first voicings we worked on. And then it's going to be the second voicings we worked on. And then it's just going to resolve to a, an F sus chord. So... more time really strong sounding rearm um, that's uh, what you can expect to find when you take some time and throw these voicings underneath different melody notes you'll find things that sound really really good and really strong uh, but you got to take the time to work it out and and figure it out for yourself and figure out what works and what doesn't um, to the point where eventually you can you can throw these in while you're improvising because you're so used to what they sound like and, and you know what's going to happen. Um, but for me, whenever I take one of these these chords, it takes me a while to actually really get it in my brain and my fingers. Um, it takes me a while of forcing it into every arrangement that I do um, until it starts becoming natural. Um, so these are just two voicings, but you can do this with any chord. Um, there are some that sound better because they're, they're more applicable to different situations. Um, but you'll figure that out. Um, the key thing to take away is that when you're going in a reharm, it's great to have a mix of just trying anything and seeing if it works. But it's, these are some concrete tools that you can try um, and just see what happens, but you know it's gonna work in some situations. So let's let's just try it over all the things you are real quick. I know this is this is gonna sound good. Uh, this is gonna sound good. Extreme, but let's try this one. Could this be? Oh, it's just a normal F minor chord. Okay, I, I didn't like it towards the end as much, but that's what you do. You throw it in, you figure out where it works, and then you say, ah, well, at least I tried the times it doesn't work. And you do that on your own time. So, uh, and you do it on your own time enough times that when you get out in a real playing situation, you can just do it on the fly. Um, 
all right, uh, have fun practicing this. Get the voicings down in all keys. Do them through your major scales. And then just start throwing them under any melody note you can think of, anyone you come across, until you start uh, really hearing uh, why and where they sound good. All right. Happy practicing. <laughs>